Hi friend, I'm Rick Pasquale. I know God has a word for you today. As you listen, let God speak to you. He loves you and he has a great plan for your life. Now join us live for our service. I think so many times we miss the opportunities that God give us because we're thinking something else. And uh, when these people tell you that you can be blessed, um, you really can be blessed. And don't you want to be blessed? (laughs) Hello? Well, God's got a system for you to be blessed. You do it God's way, you get blessed. Let me give you an example. We have a brother in our church that felt like we didn't have enough flags because the vision of us is to reach a million people. Well, as you can see, our facilities are too small, and we're trying to get that bigger, and we're working on that. And, and, uh, but at this moment, this is what we got, so this is what we work with. But my brother said to me, Pastor, uh, if we're going to reach more people, we've got to represent more nations. So my brother James came to me and said, Pastor, let's get new flags, and let me get the flags so that we can put up I don't know, 90 or 100 nations of the world. And so in the next few weeks, we'll be putting up all the new flags. And and Brother James, I am so grateful for what you've done. Would you just wave at everybody and say thank you? Uh, His wife has had major surgery, hip replacement, has been in the hospital for a a month or more, and will be in the hospital for a couple more months. And... um, and uh, I want you to know your family's been phenomenal during this time, Brother James. He has uh, been shipped off to Tunisia and now to Egypt or Zambia? Ethiopia. Ethiopia. All part of the planet down there. He moves around so much. So, uh, but thank you, James. And when you see these new flags, you're going to say, wow. But that, that brother said, I said to him, no, we'll pay for it. No, 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 I want to be a blessing to the church. When you see how nice these flags are and how expensive they were, you're going to say, wow. See, that's how God begins to work in each of our lives. When we say, okay, I can do that, and I can do that, and I can serve here, and I can give this, it's amazing what God will do. One other brother I want to say something about today is Steve Danganga who is a pastor in Nigeria, and um, his wife has been such a strong supporter of ours, and uh, he has as well, but he pastors this great church and many churches in Nigeria. Steve, would you just wave at everybody today? Stand up, wave, do that thing like you do, okay? Uh, now, we should be, when, when somebody's our guest today, we should be a little bit more cheery than that. If I was recognizing you today, you'd sure want more than, right? You'd want, oh yeah, let's recognize, yeah, Beth. We show our gratitude to the Lord by saying, I follow you. I serve you. It's not me, it's the Lord. It's not just specific ICF Rome, you know, or other churches that we go to and are part of, 
It's not the 40,000 people on live stream today. It's not all of that. It's God. We worship God. I am so thrilled of where our worship team is taking us. We are, we are in new territory. And, um, and I want you, as your pastor, I want you to enter in. When they sing those songs, they're not just singing songs. They're leading us into the throne room of God Almighty. So you have to put aside this, you, your issues, your stuff, and you got to focus on God, okay? So when Pastor Jen and I went on a uh, time last year to pray and believe God for what this year's theme was and where we would be going because if you're new to our church, I write the entire year of month-by-month scripture, thought, concept, and major points for an entire year. So I know exactly where I want to take you because I believe it has come from God. So after prayer and fasting, we've come up with this concept and the concept is more to me than just words it's the place and so the emphasis this year will be on the places that amazing happens this month happens to be the place of the red sea where amazing happens but i want you to watch this video for a moment and um i want you to get in your mind because some of you are now back and You've been on your two-month holidays. I don't know how you guys get these long holidays. It's just amazing to me. Um, But that's how it is in this country, I guess. But it's cool, I guess. Uh, Except I missed you, okay? I missed you. And um, for all you ones that didn't take your two-month holiday in December and January, thank you for hanging in here. Um, But I want you to watch because this presents to you in one minute, 30 seconds, exactly where I think we're going to go this year and what God's going to do that's going to be amazing in each of your lives. So watch this, please. This is where amazing happens. This is where God steps in. This is the place where broken dreams can live again. And when you're to the end of hope, nowhere else Come forth. For this month is prayer works. 
Our scripture for the year is Joshua 3, 5, and it says, Joshua told the people, consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. That's you. The Bible is written for you. He will do amazing things among you. And as I said, this month our place is the Red Sea. And if prayer works, then the demonstration of how God protected the nation of Israel in the Red Sea and that experience shows you that if God can do it for them, he can do it for you. So our verse for this month is Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, which was read to you this morning, which you participated. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy. Anybody want mercy? Some of you should have raised two hands and two feet. We need mercy. And find grace to help us in our time of need. Father, help us now as we communicate your word. As we, for a few moments, oh God, listen to what you have to say to us today. God, let me be your mouthpiece to communicate to your people that prayer works. Miracles happen. and This can be their place of amazing. In Jesus' name, amen. Because some of you have missed week number one and week number two. Week number one, we talked about how prayer is going to work. You've got to consecrate yourself. And if you're going to consecrate yourself, you've got to approach God. Go after God. Talk to Him. God wants to hear from you. And then this will be the place that mercy happens. That's what happens. Then in week two, we talked to you about the test. Because I'm telling you, the Red Seas are tests in our life. And some of you have felt like I'm up against the test. My Red Sea is right in front of me. The difficulty of the decision that I've got to make. The problem in my, uh, my job or the problem in my household or the problem seems so big. God already has prepared for you the time. And we're declaring to you that this is that time. You don't have to keep waiting. Today's the day. The Bible's very specific about salvation. It's when you hear this gospel, today is the day of salvation. The day that you hear and you understand. Because when you are at that moment in time, a testimony will come out of it. Man, I am so thankful that God answers our prayers. Hello? Aren't you glad that God answers your prayer? Man, two weeks ago, a 79-year-old Italian-speaking lady walks into this house 
never been here before, never been in a Pentecostal church before. She gives her life to Christ. There's such a transformation in her life. The next week, she brings her daughter. And the next week, her daughter gets saved. It's amazing what God will do when we just open the door of opportunity to people. And I believe it's that time for each of us to have the testimony. Some of you are probably tired of the test. Anybody been tested a little bit too long? Okay, only five, okay? So this is only to the live stream audience today and you five. Because the rest of you must be already in the miracle, amazing part of life. You don't need these kind of messages that encourage you that if you pray, God will hear your prayer and answer your prayer. See, it's one thing to pray. It's another thing to get the answer to the prayer. I want the answers. As you can tell, I'm a pretty impatient style Italian. Of course, I'm the only impatient Italian. None of the other Italians in the house are impatient. It's just a gift that we have to be just nice and slow and easy and never push. But isn't it amazing how that it doesn't matter the culture or the, or, or the country that you come from. It doesn't matter your background. We get to this place of these testimonies that come because it's not that we have not approached God, that we have approached God. Listen to me, because you're not going to get this week's message unless you really understand that prayer works. They're not just words that come out of our mouth. It comes from a heart that says we need God. See, I've said thousands of times, if you could fix your own problem, you would have already fixed your problem. But since you haven't fixed your own problem, it's time to call on God and ask God. Even though you may be in the middle of your test, the middle of your Red Sea, it's time to allow God to do his part. You know, when I think about all that the Red Sea represents, how Pharaoh's army was had a change of heart, Pharaoh himself, and he let a million people that was his slaves free 3,500 years ago. And he allows them to come out of Egypt and they get into the wilderness and for 23 days they're in this wilderness following this leader called Moses who already had a troubled past. Isn't it amazing how God doesn't look at our past, but he looks at our futures? Okay, seven of you believe that. I am so glad God doesn't settle on all the things we did before. He sees all the potential of what we can do now. He doesn't look at our sins. He applies mercy and grace and forgiveness so that we step out into the next season. For some of you, it's the next year. 
some of you, it's this day. And you say, I'm going to step into that, and I'm going to believe that God is going to answer my prayer. The Red Sea was an experience. For those million people, it was not just showing up to this body of water that took an entire day for them to walk across because God decided to part it. But can you imagine the unbelief and the the issues of the people prior to the Red Sea? Here's a million people standing up against the body of water with no boats, no way to get them across to the other side. with a massive army coming behind you that's only going to kill you, God says, I've got this. Moses says, I've got this, God, with you. We can do all things. And God parts that water so that they walk across, the Bible says, on dry ground. It took them in a day to do it. That shows you how big a body of water it was. They get to the other side, and there they are, and here comes all those chariots. Here comes this massive army. They're saying, oh, no. Then all of a sudden, God says, I've got this. And God wipes out the entire army by having the walls of water collapse on them. Now, if you were the person on the other side watching your enemy being destroyed... What would you be doing? Would you be cheering? Would you be crying? Would be jumping up and down? What would you be doing? I'm telling you what I would be doing is I'd be screaming, Yay, God! Hallelujah! Amen! The enemy has been defeated right there in front of me, and I got to watch! Well, I can tell you 3,500 years later, the same God that parted the Red Sea is ready to do it again in your situation. And all you have to do is believe that now you're on the other side and you're looking back to see the enemies of your life being destroyed. Mm. Hear me. You've got to look at life where God is going to take care of those red seas in your life. Don't do life thinking that each time you come to that test that your life is going to be destroyed. If God before you, who in the world can be against you? Did you hear what I just said? If God is for you. And I'm here to tell you today that God is for you. So if prayer works, number one, I want you to start praying for a miracle. Pray for that miracle. 2019, 2019, we make a new declaration that you will be a person of prayer. People tell me all the time, Pastor, I'm going to make a a new decree in my life. I'm going to do, boom, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to do, I'm going to take another job. I'm going to do, blah, 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 blah. I don't know why they think, everybody thinks they should tell the pastor all this stuff, but I, I, I listen to people tell me. I'm asking you, 
for 2019, would you make the declaration that you will be a person of prayer? If prayer is going to work, which I know it works, then I want you to declare, I will be a person of prayer. And every day, I will pray. Do you hear what I just said? Every day, I will pray. See, God is waiting. He's anxiously waiting for you to ask. If anybody asks, anybody, he hears us. So I want you to find a time to pray. Matter of fact, I want you to make a time to pray. Well, I pray before we eat. Well, that's a good. (laughs) But I want you to pray when it's not before eating. When it's a commitment on your part that says, I'm going to spend time today talking to God. You may be surprised that God will talk back. Really? Well, let me give you a clue. If you do all the talking, God won't be doing any of the talking. So the way I teach this is spend time talking, but spend time listening. Do you want your marriage to work this year? Talk and listen. No one believes that. I'm just telling you. You want your relationships with your friends to work? Talk and listen. Now, you don't have to raise your hands right now because I don't want to put anyone on the spot. And since the world is watching, I want to make sure that no one is put on the camera right this moment. But how many know anyone in your life that does more talking than you. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. Some of you are wanting to raise your hand so bad, it's, it's just everything you can do to keep that hand down there. Oh, I know that person. Oh! How do you think God looks at us when it comes to prayer? Do you think God really wants you to do all the talking? Oh, pastor, you've hit me in the heart now. I like to talk. I like to talk. I like to talk. I want you to listen. Listen to God. Except when your pastor asked you to interact with me on Sunday morning, most of you, except for a few that fall asleep, most of you listen to what I have to say. Because most of you realize that that guy just didn't write that overnight. (laughs) He spent a few hours putting all that together. Prayer, study, prayer, study, writing. So you take time on Sunday morning to listen to what I have to say. What would happen if you would listen to God every day? 
I teach it like this, five minutes talking, five minutes listening. Five minutes talking, five minutes listening. You say, well, what if God doesn't talk? (laughs) Well, I would probably say you've done way too much talking. God is ready to talk to you. Because if you're asking God for a miracle in 2019, I want you to know God is ready to give you the miracle. So not only do you, do you have to pray for the miracle, you got to believe for the miracle. Believe. Because prayer works. It's an absolute truth. It's the Word of God. Mark eleven twenty four says it like this. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, here's that word, believe, that you've received it, and it will be yours. Wow. Whatever. That, that's a big word right there. Throw it back up there. Whatever you ask. Some of you got to ask for, God, take away this disease. God, take away this sickness. God, take away this issue. And for some of you, those are huge Red Seas. I want you to know, God says, if you will believe, it will be yours. See, I believe that God's ready to answer your prayer. I pray that you believe God is ready to answer your prayer. To me, it starts with salvation. Salvation is a miracle. I believe that. The grace of God being applied to our lives is a miracle. People ask me all the time, Pastor, a million people. I think after five years of saying that, people aren't really six because I took a year telling the Americans that's what I'm going to go do. People are now saying, Pastor, a million's not enough people. I think we could easily reach five million. I had one person the other day meet me and said, Pastor, I think your goal's way too small. You should start believing God for a, a 10 million. I said, wow. Here's one guy that is believing God for us to reach a million people. And in just a few weeks, just people that watch and listen to our story online, it's amazing how many thousands and thousands of people are doing that. That's not counting. An emphasis that we will do this year is your social media and what you do on Twitter and Facebook and all the other stuffs. How you post. Do you know that people right now are receiving what we share in China? And they've started a Bible study in China, listening to what we do in China? Say, Pastor, you're not allowed to say that. Yes, I am. People have gotten saved and changed their miracle, all because of one daughter in this church said, my mom could get saved in China. And the next thing we know, mama gets saved. 
And mama says, how are we going to reach more of my friends and, and people in China? They can't come to Italy. The daughter says, we have a way to get you the message every week. So the daughter started doing a blog, and so she writes it all out and sends it to her mother in Chinese so that she can communicate that by watching the stuff on their computer in China, and the daughter is helping facilitate now a larger group. They told me the other day it was up to 40 people. How does that work? God. God gives you the dream. God gives you the belief, but salvation changes the life. Some of you have friends and family members that need Jesus. It's a miracle. Pray for their salvation. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10 says it like this. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Anybody can be 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 saved. And some of you have got to quit looking at the bad. My son has been this way for these many years. My husband has been this way. My wife has been this. It doesn't matter. Anyone can be saved. It's a miracle of God's grace applied to their life. What if in 2019 that miracle happens for you and that loved one that you've been praying for, they give their life to Christ? To me, that's amazing. This is where amazing happens. It's not just some words that we decided to make up. We're believing in the salvation of your families and friends. That's why every week at this altar, we make a public confession of faith. I'm never going to change that. It doesn't matter what country I speak in. It doesn't matter if it's America or Indonesia or parts of Africa or, or in China when I've spoken or wherever. I always do the same thing. Because years ago, when God spoke to my heart, that if God can change my life, he can change anybody's life. And that I've got to give people an opportunity to have a life change. I can't just communicate the gospel. They have to not only receive it, but give them the opportunity to respond. Number two is healing is a miracle. I believe in healing. I believe in divine healing. Mark 9.23 says it like this. If you can, said Jesus, Everything is possible for the one who believes. Wow. Say, why'd you use that one? Of all the verses, why did you use that one? Some of you don't know my story, but in, in, in just a few minutes, I will say, I had this huge tumor in my head in 2011. And the doctors were going to operate to take this tumor out of my head. They started the procedure of 
that was going to be 15 hours long to take this tumor in my head. The doctor decided if he keeps going, I'm going to die or I'll lose my ability to speak. He was Muslim. <laughs> it's an incredible story. Someday you should go online and hear the whole message on that. He said, in my introduction to him, I was interviewing him. I said, in my research with my staff and team, they believe you're the best there is of taking tumors out of people's heads. And I said, what do you do? He says, I take, uh, uh, I take a beam, I put it in your head, and I can take it out of your head or your spinal cord. And, and uh, <laughs> It's so funny because I said, you're hired. He said, you didn't ask any more questions. I said, anybody that's smart enough to take a beam and surgically can remove a tumor out of somebody's brain or out of their spinal cord, you've got to be smart. He said, "Um, what do you do for a living? I said, I'm a preacher. I said, I'm a Pentecostal preacher. I go everywhere in the world, try to get people to go to heaven. He said, I'm Muslim. I said, nice to meet you. You're hired. I wasn't going to w- debate whether or not he was Muslim or not. That had nothing to do with me. That dude was, to me, one of the smartest dudes, if not the smartest dude on the planet. He was going to take care of my tumor in my head. But that dude, on that day of surgery, came, stopped it. And in all of his surgeries, he had never stopped the surgery. But something made him stop my surgery. He came out and told my wife, we had to stop. She said, why? Because if I keep doing this surgery, your husband will die. Or he'll lose his ability to speak. And I know he's a preacher and he travels all over the world trying to get people to go to heaven. I could not take that from him. Remember, I told you he was Muslim. When you put yourself in God's hands, God will take care of it. It has nothing to do with everybody else. It has everything to do with your trust and belief in God. I'm God's child. So when he looked at me and he said, Pastor, we had to stop the surgery. And I felt on my head, I didn't feel all the bandages you're supposed to feel and all that stuff. I said, yeah, I guess nothing happened. He said, no, just a little bit right here. And I said, what are we going to do? He said, I don't know. I said, you're the smartest dude on the planet. What do you mean you don't know? You better know. (laughs) He said, I don't know. All I can tell you, there's a long part to the story. Over the next year, God simply reached in my head, pulled out the tumor, and I don't have no tumor anymore. That's the story. Now, there's a whole lot to that. But that was my Bible verse. That's what I lived on for that entire year, knowing that any moment I could die. A tumor that was so big and growing that at any moment I could die. Any moment I could die, it could take one more chunk into my head, and I was done. But I believed, if you can. My version said, what do you mean, if I can? What do you mean, if I can? Everything is possible for one who believes. 
Healing is a miracle. Salvation is a miracle. Healing is a miracle. Number three, provision is a miracle. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. My God. That's your God. It's your God that you're going through this journey with. You've got to trust in the Lord your God. Mark 11.24 says it like this, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you've received it, and it will be yours. Wow. I love the Word of God because I can stand on that Word. I can not only believe the word, but I can stand on that word. That God will come through for my situation. God will answer my prayer. And I believe that with all of my heart. So when you pray, you pray for a miracle. Believing. So if all that happens, number three will be you'll receive your miracle. Wouldn't it be great as in the weeks and months to come that person after person stands on this stage to tell you the doctor said, now I'm cured. The situation was this, now I don't have it anymore. These are your stories. I'm not preaching this message to me. I already had my miracle. I'm pretty good for a 61-year-old dude. I'm okay. Hello? Hello? That would have been your chance to say, yay, pastor. And some of you do, yeah. Hear me. One prayer away from a miracle. Nation of Israel had no idea when they left Egypt. First of all, they had no idea because they were told they were going to the promised land. We're going to come out of slavery, and we're going to go into the promised land. They had no idea it was going to take them 40 years. That's a long time. Some of you, how many of you are not even 40 years? 40 years or under, would you raise your hand? Only five people in the whole room are under 40? Okay, all you young adults, don't lie in church. Under 40, raise your hand. Okay. Now, okay, you can put your hands down. I think some of you told some stories, but that's all right. Because some of you are older than 40 and you raised your hand. Listen. I'm not going to say that all miracles happen on prayer number one. But I am saying Prayers happen on prayer number one. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Say, what are you saying, Pat? Well, I think sometimes we've got to pray twice. Sometimes you've got to pray three times. Hear me. Don't ever quit praying. You pray until your miracle comes. You pray until the answer comes. You keep praying. You keep believing. You keep trusting. Because there is coming a moment that you're going to say, my God took care of this for me. My God parted that Red Sea in my life. God worked this situation out. God reached in my head and pulled out the tumor. God did this. And this is your moment to say, I believe. See, my friend, today, 
You may be that lost person, a sinner. He's ready. He's ready to give you a miracle. You may have walked in this room today. One of our guests, or you've been coming for a few weeks now to figure this whole thing out. And this is your moment. You say, you know what? (laughs) I need to respond to God. I'm trying to work this all out by myself. I'm telling you. Invite Christ into your life. And watch what he'll do for you. Your sea, your red sea may be a sickness in your body. He's ready. He's ready. If he can take the tumor out of my head, he can heal your body. God's no respecter of persons. Your C may be that you have a great need in your life. He's ready. Hebrews 4.16, our verse of the month said, Let us approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. I didn't just pick that verse for something to pick. I believed that if we'll come to God, And we say, God, I'm coming to you. I'm approaching you, God. I need help. I'm in my time of need. I need some help. When we pray, God's mercy will come running. You heard me sing last week. Most of you did not cheer loud enough, so I'm not singing again. Meshach knows I sing good, but listen. You pray, God's mercy will come running. You believe, God's mercy will come running. Did you hear what I said? You believe. I'm going to believe. Pastor Jen's going to believe. Our prayer workers, they believe. We don't just say prayers just for something to do. When you have a need, we believe that God's going to answer that prayer. One prayer away from a miracle. Today, just a few moments. We're going to pray for miracles in this house. As you can see, the atmosphere of our church has been changing. I believe that ICF Rome is on the verge of a major, major, major spiritual Say, what do you mean by that? What I mean by, if you were here in your spiritual walk with Christ, God's going to elevate you over here. You're going to move from here to here in a pretty quick fashion. Because I believe some of you are desperate enough that you're going to say, Oh God, i got to have help. Because if I don't get help, I ain't going to make it. 
in my time of need, mercy comes running. And when a miracle happens, when God comes on the scene in the Red Sea, your situation is parted. Salvation happens, sickness gone. Solution to your job fixed. Your career elevated. You used to be here and all of a sudden God says, no, no, you're not there anymore. You're going to be over here. You used to make this kind of money. Now you're going to make this kind of money because I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to protect you. You're my children. I've got this. So trust in me. Trust in me. Because the miracles are about to happen. But you got to believe. More with God, all things are possible to those who believe. Would you bow your heads, please? Thank you for listening. I pray that you heard from God today. And today I want to say a prayer with you. You need to make sure Christ lives in your life. So would you please say this prayer with me? Dear Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins. And I pray right now that you will come into my heart and into my life. And from this day forward, for the rest of my life, I will live for you. The things I was doing that were sin, I'm going to stop doing. Because you've just changed my life. And I thank you, Lord, for answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. I know that if you've said that prayer today that you're going to have a life change. Things are going to be incredibly different for your life, and we'd love to help you. So if you would go to our website, icfrome.org, and make contact with us, I'd love to give you some information and get you connected to a church. Remember, God loves you, and He has a plan for your life. Bless you.